Welcome, my rock and drumsters, to another episode of The Little Drummer Girl. I'm your host, Dawn Marie Mutel. Let's get rocking and finish this year with a bang. Tonight, we have Judah Holiday. Judah is a Miami FLA-based singer-songwriter who brings us a breed of pop music full of infectious melodies and hypnotic beats. He began taking Adderall as a kid. He grew up thinking he needed medication in order to do well in life. His single, Good Life, was actually inspired from a stint in rehab. We'll talk about that a little bit later. There's so much to cover, so I want to get Judah on the line. Hey, Judah, how's it going this evening? Hey, how are you? Awesome. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate oh, it. it's my pleasure, my pleasure. I see we're both in sunny SLA. How's the weather out there today? It's good. It, it looks like there's a storm a-brewing. Ah, yeah. It's that time of year where we're getting nothing but those for a few uh, yeah. months. But hey, better than snow is what I say. Better than snow and better than cold. So <laughs> I'll exactly. take what I could get. So let me ask you this. We have a lot to cover. Do you mind if we just jump right in? Please. I'm very open. You could ask me anything. Awesome. Well, I need to know what inspired you to get into the music business. Um, well, I really um, feel like I didn't have much other option. That's really what I was best at my whole life. Like I was not good in school, and you know, I was I, I was pretty decent at sales, but it did not resonate with me well. And um, I've just always pursued music and felt that. As long as I don't stop, I'll never know if I fail. So no matter how, you know, no, no matter how much success I attain, as long as I don't stop pursuing, then I'll never, you know, like I said, fail at it. I'll never know if I failed. So I just feel like it's always been something that I've been doing and, and it's a part of my life. Sometimes, like in the past, I was more active or less active, but more recently, I've just been completely consumed by it and have, you know, gained some attention because of it, too. That's awesome. I mean, I, I mean, I understand that you went through this major transition in your life from using Adderall. How old were you, how, how young were you when you started on Adderall? I, I think I was around seven, and back then, I think it was Ritalin or some other oh, wow. stimulant, and then, like, as I got into high school, I, I started taking Adderall and, you know, it was the type of thing where I was given it and, and I didn't really like have much of a choice because my, you know, like learning disability was very present and it was really like the only option at that time. And the way it made me feel was like very motivated and that I could focus on anything, but as it wore off, it made me fear the fact that I wouldn't be able to continue to focus. And I think that over the years, one of the reasons why I developed such a serious addiction to it is primarily that fear of not being creative or, or useful in general because of that crash. Like that's really what 
motivated me to take more than I should have and eventually led me down this rabbit hole of just continuous pill popping and constantly being on and up. And, and it all culminated into just like a massive crash that consisted of like um, virtually almost losing everything I wow. care about. And um, luckily I, I went to rehab and haven't taken Adderall since um, and don't plan to ever again. Congratulations. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, so how, how, um, how old were you when you went to rehab, if you don't mind me asking? I was um, 28. Oh, wow. Okay. So you, you were on it for it that year. long of a time. Yeah, it was wow. still this year. Wow. That's, yeah. that's heavy duty. So how does your body feel now that you're, you're clean and you don't have those drugs in your system anymore? Do you feel that you still have like the focus that you need to, to keep moving forward and the energy without having to? There are a system? lot of exciting things happening right now. Um, so like that's very helpful, but a lot of days, like I'm sometimes like down in the dumps and even like, I don't know, sometimes like anxious or, or just like depressed for no reason. And I think that having, um, like getting used to not being on a stimulant and, and getting used to the fact that that type of high is just completely abnormal is like very hard. And, um, um, if you heard a snore in the phone at that moment, that's my emotional support dog, Nava. So I apologize. Oh, hi, Nava. Um, but, but she's, she's helped me over the past few years and even more so, um, after I finished, uh, rehab. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's all good. <laughs> what kind of dog is she? She's a lab mix. Oh, beautiful. A black Such lab mix. Such good personality. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, I, I, I think that, um, overall, um, despite like the, you know, the, the low energy at times, like overall, I'm very mentally present and, and not just like amped up and, and, and sort of like high, if you will. So do you like exercise and things like that to kind of stay fit and eat like a clean diet to try to help? balance anything out or no I absolutely I I, I despise exercising even though I do it every day (laughs) and I love junk food but I don't eat that every day that's to be honest like I can't I I just don't like it but um but I have to do it or else it just is so much worse but I can honestly say that like I really do not enjoy just like being out in the 90 degree weather sweating and but at the end of the workout, I do feel accomplished. But um, right. I have a trainer that I work with. And, you know, I, I've really mo- more recently have been more serious about it just because I have certain goals for my body that I'd like to see happen in my lifetime. So so I really would like to, to get on those, um, on those goals and stuff like that. But um, you know, like I, I try and eat clean as much as possible. Um, and, uh, you know, my wife is about to be a, uh, registered dietitian. So that's very helpful. Ah, good for you. <laughs> right. And, you know, I just try and remain as 
positive as I can, even though it's very hard at times because I still do suffer from, you know, various psychological uh, issues such as anxiety and stuff like that. So it's sometimes very hard to deal with a feeling of being down when so many things are happening that are that are so rare being able to pursue a career in music is 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 somewhat rare and and it's important to sort of reflect on that and make sure that you know you remain thankful for the things that you're able to do yes 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 that's so important and it's funny because i know we all take things for granted and but when you do when you do hit a wall so to say and you realize how fleeting life is when you know that oh you know what I can have this choice and you can make that difference and to implement it into your life. It's, it's so, um, it's very wise of you to do that, to have been able to actually realize like, I have to stop, like I have to change this lifestyle. And that's, that's huge. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's hard. Do you play? But... Uh, oh, it is hard. And you know what? Cause life in, in itself is hard. So I know I, after I was hit by the drunk driver, when I was 22 years old, I went to a, into a bout of depression. And, um, and it's really hard when you do have all these good things going on and you can still feel that like darkness hanging over you. You're like, why do I feel like this way? But it's like this free floating anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Cause you know, we don't know what's next and we never know, you know, the future and things like that. And if we have anxiety, you know, every little thing can kind of kick us off it's in the wrong direction so but right. with the music i think it's probably like really crucial when you when you like you said you came up with this song when you were in rehab and i love the video to it it's just it's so inspirational and i really i thought it was really great done and um thank you very inspirational so can you tell us i know you have a new single out can you tell us about that yeah, I have a single called All That I Got Tonight that's out, and it's um, on some FM radio stations around the country, which is very exciting. And um, that song I wrote um, partially in rehab, but sort of finished it out of rehab and wrote about, you know, reflecting on what I have and what I almost lost, and that's why it's called All That I Got Tonight. So uh, that's out now on all streaming platforms and um you know it's exciting stuff that's going on do you play any instruments yeah i play guitar and piano and i sing oh wow okay i didn't realize you play piano too that's awesome so when yeah. you make the beat what, what system do you use when you create the beats so for the songs that have been released i've worked with producers just because i really wanted to have like some different types of sounds that weren't necessarily coming just from me, but I use Studio One for production. Oh, okay. Which is by PreSonus. How do you spell that? P-R-E-S-O-N-U-S. Very cool. And Studio One, yeah. When you do work with the producers, are you in a studio working with them, or do you just say, hey, this is this is my lyrics and I want something put together with that. How do, what's your... So normally I'll... Um, so if we're together, like I'll play the acoustic guitar and sing the song and kind of give them the ability to, you know, come up with a drum pattern. And then, uh -huh. you know, once they have that, they'll start adding different layers. Um, but if I'm, uh, you know, away or something, I, I would I would send. I, I usually always start with an acoustic guitar and 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 a vocal and and let them take it from there. That's cool. How young were you when you started playing guitar? Yeah, I was thirteen. 
Oh, very cool. What would you say was like one of your your biggest like music business challenges? Have you come across anything that was kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened, or you know, any of those like oh crap moments? Yeah, <laughs> um, virtually um, <laughs> throughout my whole life, I would say was like a, was like either a oh crap, I can't believe I paid that guy to do that thing when <laughs> when uh. that's not how it is, but like. Um, Today I had an oh crap moment when I walked into a radio station and was like, I'm about to be interviewed, you know, and, and sing live on the air. Like, um, you know, the important thing is, is to realize that I think success in music has to do with the, the amount of time and energy you put in and the amount of persistence you have because the music business changes constantly and you need to sort of flow with the waves, if you will. And it's just a matter of continuing to to ride this this like wave that sort of has a mind of its own. And if you're committed to spending your whole life figuring out a way in, it, it really does happen, I think. And I think it happens for and it can happen for many people. I think the biggest thing, the biggest challenge is is, is getting through the downtime and like the, the negative things that happen and the rejections and, and being able to say like, it doesn't matter whether they say yes or no, this is the only thing that I want to do and I'm going to continue trying. And I think that's why I am where I am now because I just refuse to quit. I love that because it is persistence is key to anything. And I think success in all different arenas, no matter if it's music or whatever it might be, it's so important. And and that's the thing I am always talking about. Even just for myself, I have to motivate myself. Oh, you got to push, you got to push. And there are those days when you feel like, okay, you know, I don't know if I can keep going, but you know, you want it that badly. And I always say to people, how bad do you want it? You know, <laughs> Right, you exactly. Yeah, and you can't just throw in the towel because it could be like right around the corner from from hitting something that could be really, uh, you know, catapult you into a totally different stratosphere. So um, I love when you said that. So thank you for sharing that. And what what would pearls of wisdom would you say to those who are just starting out in the business? Well, um, keep everything digital. Don't worry about pressing CDs anymore. If you feel like you have something that's likable, then don't let anybody tell you to not pursue it and to just listen to yourself and pursue because there's no right way to do it and there's no magic formula. So anybody that really says, I know exactly what to do is most likely giving you a run for your money or something. So, <laughs> so I would just say to like know that there really is no secret it's just like ebbs and flows of this like really crazy sort of like mind of its own type of like business where where different things trend at, at different times whether they make sense or not and um anything can work at any time and 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 to just try and like keep doing and don't stop because the second like you stop it it becomes very easy to to push off i think and you know it's it's just a it's really important to to treat it serious like a job because although it's probably the one of the most fun things that you could 
imagine doing, which is I wake up every morning and I go to a recording studio or I go to a meeting to figure out how I'm going to help bring my career, you know, up. But like it requires a lot of things like I wake up early and I exercise and I, and I'm on a schedule and it's just, it's just a matter of persistence and, and recognizing one important thing that there, there are so many people in this world that, that could like what you're putting out and you might just be sort of like talking to ones that may not like it, but it doesn't mean that it's bad. And I think that continuing to release music and, and trying to reach that fan base is the best thing you could do to, to acquire new fans and to just continue being inspired by different things that you hear and just to never stop releasing music. That's wonderful. Thank you. Do, do you have any specific things you'd like to use for your marketing to market your business? Yeah. Um, what I usually do is I run Facebook and, and Instagram ads and and try and target specific demographics that I think would respond well to the different types of posts that I do. But more recently, I guess, because of the different attention I've been getting from my single, it's been a little bit more easy because I've been able to get onto larger platforms and blogs because of that. But one great thing to do is to market your your posts on Instagram and, and boost them to, you know, a, a demographic that you feel matches either the music or whatever else you're trying to promote. Now, are you looking to build your email list or are you looking to have the sales on the email? Um, that's actually a great question. I really think I'm looking to build my email list more because what I'm dying to do is just play in front of tons of people that know my music. I mean, I think about money a lot and how much you need to like really be happy. And the reality is, is that being able to connect with fans and um, hearing people like say how much your songs mean to them and, and hearing them sing your song back, like it just, you can't buy that. With the stuff like that, you know, money comes. But I really think that, you know, like I really like people and I like reaching people and I, I'm really interested in growing my following, you know, through various outlets. And I think like in time that will eventually equate to dollars. But, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it does. Good. It does need time to grow and build just like, you know, any other business for sure. When you boost uh, your ads, like are you spending thousands of dollars? Are you spending like, oh, I'm going to do this for the $35 for the week? Or how do you usually break them out? So that's all through the record label that I'm signed to. And like the different, um, you know, they have different departments and marketing, stuff like that. I really don't get involved like in the budgeting for that type of stuff. But what I, but I do believe that it's much uh, less than that because the best way to find out if something is working is by putting very little into it and seeing if um, you see any spikes. And, and the goal is, is to spend as little as possible to, to retain the most activity. Get your bang for your buck. <laughs> right, exactly. 
Yeah, yeah, and I know the Facebook ads, they get a little convoluted, and I know um, I was doing some agency work for some people, and it, and it gets like, you know, it's just there's so much to it. But once you know your demographics, I think that's why it's so important, and it is important to build your email list. So you guys listening out there, if you're not building that list, please get it started because you do want to have your fans in your pocket there, and you want them out there, and you want them following you. So a lot of people don't want to, like, even – get into social media and I keep saying like, you know, you're crazy because <laughs> like everything is there. It's like, that's where everybody is. And exactly. if you're not out there, you're going to miss it. And it's just, uh, and every day it's changing. The rules are changing and it's harder to reach people. I mean, I used to get likes and have all these likes come in and then now it's like, Oh, where are they? And it's like, even your followers aren't seeing the stuff that you're posting and like all these algorithms are changing and it's just so convoluted right now. I don't know what's going on with it, but right. it's still a great tool. Totally. So let me ask you this question. Now, time is running short here. I just want to know, are you ready to play the 11-stroke roll rapid-fire interview? Definitely, and I'm excited to. Okay, awesome. All right. Your favorite travel spot? Um, my, my favorite travel spot? Yes. Um, like a beach area, like an all-inclusive resort. Ooh, that's fun. Your favorite food? Pizza, definitely. New York style. Yep. All right. <laughs> Things you do while you're waiting on a really long line. Look at Instagram. <laughs> Your favorite genre of music when you're not at work. Top 40 pop. Do you have one article of clothing that you just can't live without? Um, underwear. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <a> good one. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite person to hang out with? Well, this this one could actually get me in trouble, I guess, right? So I'm going to have to say my wife. <laughs> uh, car or motorcycle? Car. One of your favorite artists? Gavin DeGraw. Is there a place that you would love to visit that's been on your bucket list that you haven't gotten to yet? Australia. Oh, yes, that's on my list, too. Yeah. Long flight. <laughs> Looking at how I can break up the flight and, like, you could go to L.A. for a little bit. If you were to come back as anyone, who would it be? My dad. Very cool. What is your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve? Yes. Long fake nails. Yes, I, I agree. But thank you so much for playing that. I appreciate of course, that. that was really fun. <laughs> so tell me, where can they find you and, and reach you? Um, what are your handles? I know you see on Facebook and Instagram. Um, all of my, uh, you can find me at Judah Holiday, J-U-D-A-H-H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. And that's for Instagram and Facebook, Spotify, just if, if you search Judah Holiday. Um, that's the, uh, that's my name. All right. I'll make sure I put the links to everything in the show notes. So you guys listening can check out the notes and see some of his work. Cause it's really cool. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. So for, much. Thank you. This was really fun. And, um, I appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah. Anytime. And tell me if, you're in the Tampa area, please let me know because I'd love to come to a show or something. And That would be awesome, yeah. And I actually might be out in Miami in January, so if you have anything going on, I'll make sure I like, shoot you. Yeah, we'll definitely keep happening. in touch. Thank you Sounds so much. Good.
Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Judah. Have a great Have evening. A, you too. Thanks for your time. Thank you. All right, bye. And thank you, my rock and drumsters, for staying tuned with us this evening. It really means the world to me. And guess what? The book is almost done. So if you haven't pre-ordered a copy, go to www.littledrummergirl.com forward slash book and get a copy because I know you're going to enjoy it. And remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams and leave a trailblazing behind you. So rock on and rock out and I'll catch you on the flip side. 